everyone, welcome, hope you're doing well. Uh, so what we're trying to do uh, through this content and in this season is wrestle with what does it look like to practice the way of Jesus in everyday life in 21st century on the peninsula. So if you're in your well community or maybe you're in a pod and you're working through the content, I hope it is helpful. Uh, make sure to try the experiments, make sure to wrestle with the questions, and I hope these uh, teachings, these conversations between Aaron and I are super helpful. All right, so we're here to talk about celebration as a practice in the way of Jesus. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first became a Christian, I, I remember thinking like, huh, like we've just received this awesome good news. Like I have just been welcomed into this amazing kingdom of Jesus. And as I got to know his people, I was like, they don't seem all that joyful. Yeah. Um, they're, you know, we were talking about this a minute ago. And it's like, there's often this feel of like, why are you so grumpy? Yeah. Totally. Uh, like, where's the joy? Yeah, it's like a lot of morals and... Yeah, yeah, so it's, which, which are important, right? Sure, yeah. But practicing the way of Jesus, and maybe this is or even like, as people are watching this video or listening to the podcast, they're like, celebration? Really? Yeah, what is this? Maybe yeah. you can talk about that a little bit. Like, how does celebration even fit into practicing the way of Jesus? Yeah, totally. Yeah, well, I think just even the narrative arc of Scripture and the story of God's yeah. people, right? So Israel, God's chosen people, have all of these amazing feasts to celebrate God's work totally. in their lives and God rescue them. Passover being probably one of the more famous yeah. ones. An annual feast celebrating God's deliverance amongst us, you know, food, all that stuff. When Nehemiah comes back into Jerusalem, they have okay. a big celebration. Is it end of exile. End of exile. Yeah. yeah. So later on in the Old Testament yeah. storyline, Jesus comes onto the scene and we're talking about following and pattern yeah. lives after him. Yeah. I mean, and people call him a glutton and a drunkard, right? Yeah. So he has partying know, too much. Like, yeah. He has a reputation, yeah. right? So Jesus he, he was, not that he was much. sinning yeah. or anything, yeah. but he obviously had some sort of reputation of celebrating being with people. Yeah, it's good. He has all of these instances where like Zacchaeus, come, I want to have a, a party, a, a celebration yeah. at your house. Like it's he true. even invites himself, if you will. Yeah. To, to and that. a celebration then becomes even a mean of teaching. Teaching, teaching. interacting and teaching yeah. about the good news mm -hmm. of the kingdom. He has these parables, these stories where even when one sinner repents in Luke 15, there's wow. rejoicing and celebration yeah. in heaven. Even the, the story at, at the end of Luke 15, the famous one, the yeah. prodigal son, right? There's this banquet, there's this yeah. feast for that prodigal son that the father gives. Yeah. And, and then the older brother's grumpy. He's grumpy. And he's, he's the one. Like, wow, I want it. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I'm the not picture, dance and play the picture with that. that God has of the yeah. father is that one who wants to celebrate and invite good. people in that are, you know, on the margins or sinners or who yeah. are struggling. And Jesus constantly was having these rhythms in his life as he's having all these meals, the wine, the bread. Yeah. All of that with these people that more or less were not invited to like the great banquets. Yeah, they of were the day. often excluded. Excluded, yeah. So yeah. celebration became this way of celebrating the goodness of God, celebrating God's work That's cool. in someone's life, and just seeing how that became just a very real, regular rhythm in the life of Jesus. And I think ultimately, as the story ends and continues in the end, in the Revelation, or even in the prophets looking forward to yeah. the great end of the picture that we're given oftentimes is this fantastic celebration meal. Isaiah That's talks cool. about, you know, the best meats, the yeah. choicest wines, all celebrating together from the east and the west, yeah. all these diverse groups of people coming together yeah. to celebrate God's goodness, God's faithfulness, God's restorative works cool. in the world. And so again, we're invited into that, that pattern, feast. Yeah. That pattern, that reminds yeah. me of John two. So you have the wedding at Cana and everyone's like, ah, oh, Jesus made wine. Yeah. It's like, actually that's meant to be a sign that points, points forward. To yeah, John calls this, it a sign. Yeah, this yeah. great feast yeah. that is to come. So this like 
awesome picture of hope is actually a picture of like a feast. A feast, yeah. Where we can be with one another and with God without sin, but it's that point of celebration. Celebration, yeah. So then I guess the question is like, how do we get formed into a kind of people that celebrate? Celebrate, yeah. Um, I remember there were a few seasons of my life where I've like, I think I've been a little better at practicing Mm -hmm. celebration. And I think celebration is pretty intimately connected with gratefulness. Sure. Oh, totally. And there's like some super elemental pieces here. Like I remember I used to get up early in the morning and just watch the sunrise Mm -hmm. and just prayerfully thank God for another day of existence. You know, sometimes we don't even think about, like, the sun rose. Like, God holds all of creation in his hands. Totally. The sun rising is dependent on the grace of God. Yeah, yeah. Right? The sustaining power and majesty of God. So, like, as limited creatures, the mere fact that we have the sun another day. I remember I would just feel the warmth on my face. It was just, like, another day. To be thankful. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, how many rhythms if every day. Right, whether it's breathing or the sunrise or sunset or yeah. going to bed, the safety of the day, like these elemental things that yeah. we can be grateful Become for. Moments to yeah, moments of grateful. prayer, yeah. moments of connection that form us into the kind of people that like actually can say to God, Oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, I think of Psalm one thirty six, it's this great Psalm, I think it's just even worth memorizing, yeah. right? Psalm uh, one thirty six, verse one and two. Give thanks to the Lord. Why? For he is good. For his loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the God of gods. His loving kindness is everlasting. Give thanks to the Lord of lords for his loving kindness <laughs> is everlasting. But it's that yeah. sort of feeling of like, I'm just going to give thanks. Yeah. C.S. Lewis has this great quote. He says, uh, joy is the serious business of heaven. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, awesome. You know, sometimes you don't think of joy and serious yeah, business, totally. but there is this sense, I think, particularly as it connects to the mission of God and our formation as a grateful people, yeah. that it is serious business. Totally. Yeah. In a cultural moment when we're so driven to accomplish things, yes. we get so focused on, we got to do this, got to do that, got to do that, yeah. got to be responsible, that it's like, I don't know, actually joy is part of our prophetic witness in the world. Well, yeah, totally. And it's this idea, too, of seeing how, and recognizing the gratefulness yeah. that or, or thanking God and being yeah. grateful for yeah. who God is and what he's done for us leads to this sort of attitude or response of celebrating yeah. with others, with your community, with your family. Yeah. Like God is good. There's so much to be grateful for. Yeah. And it's all centered around who God is and what he's done. And yeah. it creates this joy-filled yeah. response, right? Paul talked about being a people of joy. I think the letter yeah. to the Philippians, you know, rejoice always. Rejoice all always. those sorts yeah. of ideas of being a people filled with joy in response to the goodness and yeah. grace of God in our lives. And what's interesting is that oftentimes I think, we mentioned this at the beginning a little bit, how there's sort of this, I don't know if it's completely 100%, but oftentimes there's this reputation that Christians are kind of like serious, kind of buttoned down, yeah. you know, rigid kind yeah. of people. It's the cultural perception, sure. yeah. I think, of the church often. Uh, it's not necessarily like if you come into Wellspring, yeah, I don't think you're going to like feel that. Get that, exactly. But there yeah. is that cultural, like, I think thing that we're working against sure of like in our witness of the world like actually people assume we're this way yeah or assume we're like rigid or super moralistic yeah, yeah. not that again not to downplay morality or anything no, it's super, super important, important. Yeah, yeah super important 100 percent. but that when you see like the witness of scripture and in particular yeah. life of jesus he was a celebratory person yeah, he was good. filled with joy filled with happiness filled with delight with other people yeah. and that people actually wanted to be with him 
Yeah. Which is just kind of like a very kind of simple observation. Simple thing, but yeah. But like... People didn't feel obligated to be with yeah. Jesus. They're well, like, no, I want to hang out with that guy. He was the guy that yeah. people wanted to hang out with. I think sometimes the Christian perception is like, oh, the Christian's coming over like, you know, hide the DVDs. Don't swear. Hide, yeah, don't swear. <laughs> hide the movies. Hide whatever. You know, he's going to like rail us or judge us or whatever. Yeah. But often, I can't tell you how many times <laughs> someone has sworn and been like, oh, sorry, yeah, pastor. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the whole thing is like, no, Jesus was an enjoyable person yeah. to hang out with. And oftentimes he was in a celebratory mood and yeah. having these meals together and we're invited into yeah. uh, sort of that thing. I often think just even in our own life and family and community, like just whether it's like you're mentioning simple moments, yeah. great milestones, whatever, everything in yeah. between can be moments, profound moments yeah, that's of good. Recognizing God's goodness, but kind of embodying that in like a meal with like yeah. good wine, good food, you know, kind of mm-hmm. pulling out all the stops, if you will, yeah. and sort of just let's make this a, a moment, an evening yeah. with friends, with family totally. to, to celebrate. Yeah. You know, maybe there isn't even like a normal occasion, like yeah. a birthday. Maybe it's instance. a Sabbath. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just so a, dead, sort of entering into the rest of God via gratefulness and celebration over totally. good foods with good friends. Totally. And it's yeah. just this profound, it seems kind of simple. It seems kind of maybe if you grew up in the church, like that doesn't seem like a that is spiritual. spiritual yeah. yeah. But you look at the life of Jesus. Again, we're talking yeah. about patterning our lives after him. Yeah, it's good. It seems like Jesus did this on a regular basis. Totally. And so it's an invitation as yeah. his followers to do yeah. the same. What I think Jesus performed signs yeah. that signaled something greater. Yes. And we can do the same. Totally. Uh, there's a guy named Jeff Vanderstelt. Uh, I think he's up in Seattle area, mm-hmm. Tacoma area. He wrote a book called Saturate. This is just a quote I'm going to read. God doesn't want us to feast or to celebrate, or God doesn't just want us to feast or celebrate as his people. He wants us to remember him, mm. keeping him central to the party by showing kindness, love, and mercy to all who lack a reason mm. to yeah. celebrate. Um, and so it's not only for us to maintain a posture yeah. of gratefulness and joy, but also include others and bring people in into yeah. that place of joy as a way of uplifting and of saying, Hey, you know, the kingdom is as much about, uh, you know, yeah, behaving behavior. Like there is an element of like, there are moral rights and wrongs. Sure. There's justice. Yes. There's loving our enemies. There are things that it's like, no, you should do those yeah, things. Stand against that. Yeah. yeah whatever. We contend yeah. for it. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also ways, I think a softer witness of like, God, you know, I'm going to invite you into my joy. Totally, yeah. I'm going to invite you into my gratefulness. Yeah. Uh, and this is both in the church and outside of it. Yeah. Uh, and I just think there's a, there's a beautiful story to be told there. Yes. Like, like we are the kind of people that celebrate. Yeah. Uh, I want to welcome you into that joy. Totally. Yeah. Uh, and whether this is even just in our own families, mm-hmm. creating rhythms of gratefulness. Yeah. Like, you know, you can ask your five-year-old, like, you know, what do you have to celebrate yeah. today? Totally. Like, what was one thing that... Yeah, that you want to celebrate verbally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. And so I just ha- think having those rhythms of celebration of gratefulness. I don't know if you have anything in particular or, yeah. like, no, like, that stood out to you. For us, like, even as a, with our little ones, so I have a four-year-old and a, and a two-year-old, yeah. and mostly with our four-year-old, because Casey doesn't like verbalizing yeah. much, but we, got, we ask Sienna on a regular... We try to do, do it almost every night. Yeah. And just kind of, as a family, talk about, like, what are some things, maybe one thing in particular that you can be thankful for, that you are thankful yeah. for, that you enjoy doing with mom and dad today. Yeah. And kind of having this reflective posture on seeing and helping Sienna, our four-year-old daughter, mm-hmm. recognize mm-hmm. God's goodness in moments to be grateful throughout the day. That's cool. And then even, this kind of correlates with some of the Sabbath stuff, yeah. is that 
we tried to on Friday evening getting ready into Saturday yeah. talk about and pray together like we're going into Saturday yeah. you know we're going to be together have yeah, friends cool. over interact with people but it's it's because we're delighting in yeah. the goodness of God and yeah. we're even training our our Santa our four yeah. in this sort of at an early age to recognize that we don't have to just achieve, achieve, achieve. We don't have yeah. to just give in to kind of the cynical, bitter culture yeah, yeah, yeah. that we often find ourselves yeah. in. But that even in the midst of the pain and the suffering and yeah. the uncertainty of this world, that we're invited to, in choose the moment, joy. to choose joy. Exactly. Yeah, it's good. To recognize that ultimately one day all of the evil and suffering will be done yeah. away with. And in the present moment, these become pointers to that ultimate yeah. reality in the here and now. So our Saturdays become these very kind of precious cool. moments as a family where whether we're with friends or just us, yeah. the four of us as a family, recognizing that whether oftentimes it's with other people over like good food and yeah. together, or it can be just ourselves, whether we sing a song yeah. together or That's read a fun. story from the scriptures, but it's all rooted in this posture of gratefulness yeah. and celebration kind of going together. Wow. And it becomes some my favorite day yeah. of the week. That's you know, cool. And just this beautiful moment. It's kind of amazing how something as simple as celebration can have such a profound personal impact. Yes. Right? So as you focus personally on gratefulness, celebrating God's goodness, like that yeah, impacts you. Mm -hmm. yeah. On a familial and a communal level, like what it also communicates about who God is. Yes, totally. Uh, so I just, I don't know. I think that's beautiful. I think it's profound. Yeah. I'm curious to see how we at Wellspring become more of a celebrating people. people yeah. yeah. No, Seeing sort of what change that makes. Yeah. And it becomes, I think, a beautiful invitation for us, you know, talking here for people at Wellspring, yeah. to recognize that, yeah, of course, we live in a very difficult world. Yeah. Right? Like, it's not, when we're talking about celebration, I think maybe just it's important to also recognize that we're not just kind of whitewashing all of the pain and suffering, suffering yeah. in the world, but it actually becomes this, like you mentioned earlier, like this prophetic witness that, that, that those don't get the final word. Yeah, right? this that, is not the end of the story. This is not the end of the story, exactly. Yeah. And that it's not like this is trite, sort of, you know, just smile and everything will be Yeah, happy, that's a good point. You know, yeah. but how we're invited into the realness of yeah. this world, but in a way that is a response to the gratefulness yeah. and goodness of God throughout, Yeah. you know, the good and the bad. That's good. Yeah, yeah so it's not a sort of... Uh, Hey, put on your makeup and smile yeah. pretty, right? This put is, the fake attitude on. Yeah, this is not fake. This yeah. is authentic celebration. This is recognizing real places of gratefulness and joy yeah. in the midst of potentially hard times. Totally. And not every day is super hard either, yeah. right? Like, for sure. Yeah, it's exactly. not like overdue. Overdue right? on like, that side like, either. Yeah. Oh, everything's hard. Like, no, no, yeah. actually, like most people in the world, like most days, have an okay day. Sure, yeah. But tragedy happens. Totally. Life yeah. can be hard. And we don't mm -hmm. want to be a people that covers that over, but we also don't want to be a people that allow the darkness of the world totally. to cover over the light yes. of the hope yes. that Jesus totally. offers. Yeah. And I think of, you know, the light shines in the darkness, but the, the darkness, darkness shall not yeah, overcome. overcome. It. Yeah. And so ultimately yeah. we're celebrating the goodness, the light, life, and love of God in our lives. That's and good. It's a beautiful invitation for all of us. Yeah. So. Well, let's lean into it. Yeah. There we go.